The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash earnings right now. NetSuite.com slash earnings. Let's talk a little bit more about the Korean economy with our guest, Sokhil Park. He is Korea economist at J.P. Morgan. He joins us from Seoul. Sokhil, uh, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but 25 basis points, wasn't that at the low end of estimates in terms of uh, what the market was expecting from the Bank of Korea yesterday? Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, actually, the 25 basis point hike was in line with the expectation. Um, the, the bill case step was uh, much uh, moderate than uh, what is uh, in, uh, happening in the United States because the governor himself explained um, the last time that uh, Korea's 25 or 50 basis point hike um, may have a larger impact than the U.S. does given uh, uh, the household credit, uh, mostly um, using the term with the uh, the floating interest rate, so the impact may be higher. So, uh, in all, I think a 25 basis point hike well uh, was well expected by the market. Yeah, we were hearing a lot about the possibility of a 50 basis point increase. That's why I asked the question, particularly when you look at the latest reading on producer prices for the month of October coming in at a rate of 7.3% year-on-year. So clearly at this point, South Korea is still fighting inflation in a major way. Uh, that's right. But uh, in the high-frequency data-wise, uh, we do see uh, stabilizing oil prices. And also in the uh, core inflation side of the, uh, the consumer inflation, uh, actually it was quite uh, Strong in the uh, summer months, but uh, we are looking at some. Hopefully, uh, uh, we are looking at some all these signs of uh, tapering off. Yeah, you're right. The PPI number was strong, but um, the, the normally the Korean uh, CPI volatility is uh, well more moderate than the PPI inflation number implies for. So, I'll say uh, we are quite cautious, but uh, still we are on the right direction for. Uh, seeing um, the, uh, the consumer inflation gradually stabilizing toward the end of next year, I think. So to what extent do you think the BOK was guided by a lot of the stress that we have seen in the credit markets in South Korea, particularly short-term credit and some of the contraction that there has been in that space with, with yields uh, spiking a bit and, and you know people just don't want to own it right now? Uh, yes, right. Uh, but actually, yesterday, the governor confirmed our expectation that the UK's financial market stabilization action should not jeopardize its mandate to stabilize inflation. So by not injecting additional liquidity into the financial system, but by preemptively stabilizing the market 
with micrometers. So uh, we also echo the governor's assessment that the Korean financial stability will remain robust despite the possible sporadic volatility event maybe in the short-term liquidity and credit market. Uh, actually, I have to stress that uh, this is basically a domestic credit issue and that BOK can fully handle if they have an intention to do so. So we were talking a moment ago about uh, the minutes of the last Fed meeting. It seems as though they were taken to be pretty dovish. And I think the market here in the States is assuming that the Fed is going to downshift now to a 50 basis point hike in December. So the level of aggression may be not nearly as intense as it was in the beginning of the tightening cycle. That is not to say that the Fed is done. We can debate what you think might be the terminal rate for the Fed. Is there a number that you have in mind? Is it five? Is it five and a quarter? Maybe as much as five and a half percent for the Fed's terminal rate? Um. Actually, our uh, U.S. econ team does have a bad call, but uh, besides that, the Fed call, uh, the, uh, the spillover from the Fed policy rate into Korean uh, policy rate is not uh, mechanical uh, in a sense that the uh, BOK follows the Fed rate uh, to some degree, but uh, that's through so indirectly through the FX market and FX market to consumer inflation spillover and consumer inflation spillover finally to the policy rate decision. So it's a multi-stage uh, process. And recently, uh, what we are looking at is that there has been some stabilization of Korea 1 trade web uh, basket uh, weighted uh, value has been stabilized. Um, I think to some degree it was reflected by uh, the market expectation about the Fed terminal rate. And yes, I have to acknowledge that, that there remains some uncertainties on that. But uh, still, in the BOK side, then the, uh, their decision, at least for this one, is just based on that uh, currency uh, consideration, uh, maybe lesser than before, while they have some higher consideration for, as you say, um, the domestic credit issue. So I think that's the balance to make the 25 basis point hike this week. So recently we saw trade data for the first 20 days of the month. Some of the export numbers relatively soft. I think the BOK probably has a keen eye on uh, semiconductor exports. I mean, is this an area of the economy that you're watching closely? What are you seeing when you look at exports, particularly semiconductors right now? Actually, we are now going through the down cycle of semiconductor in terms of nominal growth, not the real growth. Actually, semiconductor real export growth and the real production is quite still quite strong. But what matters now is, is price has been falling along with uh, inventory destocking globally on the memory chips. So, uh, but as you see in the past ten years or so. Uh, semiconductor prices all like always oscillating around the trend about the uh, about the, the a few quarters lag. So uh, cautiously, we are expecting that movement, the cyclical swing, will come to an end by the first half of next year and the slightly recover in the second half. So, yep, that's the uh, what it, what we are going through. We were talking a moment ago as well about the COVID story in China. The spike in cases were at a record level. Uh, many economists that we speak with on this program who focus on China are looking at uh, a slower growth rate. When you look at the extent to which exports from South Korea enter China and there may be some contraction in, in the demand part of that story, are you concerned that it has the potential to hold back South Korean growth in a meaningful way? 
you're right. The, China is one of the major trading partners of Korea. So uh, its a slowdown will affect uh, Korea's export performances next year. But what I do worry about the next year, or what I do count it for the slowdown for the Korean growth next year, is mainly consumer demand. Uh, because uh, Korea is now done with uh, initial pent-up demand initiating the earlier this year. And also at the same time, you have to look at uh, slowdown in the employment growth and also feeling tightness, uh, feeling the impact of the tightened policies from mm. the monetary and fiscal. Mm. Uh, so that's what I'm uh, expecting, that the consumer demand is uh, cooling down next year, and that that may be the major drag. Uh, in terms of the export, yes, it will uh, slow down, but uh, we, we don't think it is a breaking down. Interesting right that the greatest risk right now is domestic when you look at the South Korean economy. Sukhil Park, uh, Korean economist for J.P. Morgan, thank you so much for joining us here on Daybreak Asia. To address our new climate reality, the world needs radical solutions. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment, hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.